Hey, this is Fusebox number 132, Troll Show. And you, you should move to the outskirts of town. Maybe even the outskirts of the country. I hear Florida will have you. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome in to this, the 132nd edition of Fusebox, thoughtfully entitled Troll Show. And uh, boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Do, do we have them today? Yeah, they're all stacked up over there in the corner. I assure you, I'm your making a perfect call to my bagman host, Mark Rose. And uh, over there, always at least half in the bag, man, is it? <laughs> the Reverend of Reverberation himself, Milt Keynes, everybody. Well, uh, thank you kindly. Uh, man, have you been into that purple pixie stuff again or what? <laughs> no, uh, a, a green fairy, by the way. Green green fairy. And no, no, no just really, really jazzed about the... Uh, the topics we have today. Well, we got them, for sure. You know, I keep saying that these things are crazy out there, but seriously, they, they, they just keep getting more and more crazy by the minute, it would seem. Oh, yeah. Hey, did, did you see the... Uh... Well, m- most likely I did, Mr. Keynes, but before we dive into that troll salad, I have uh, this one thing here that uh, I got to get to. We uh, we have a fuse box shout out to spring, friends. You know there are a lot of uh, cheesy things going on in our world, and we'll uh, we'll get to a few of those coming up. But uh, this cheesiness mintism <laughs> is rather wonderful. Dateline, Central Point, Oregon. Yes, that's right, dear friends. A uh, neighbor here of us. Uh, We're in Portland, and uh, this place is located uh, just south of us uh, in uh, Central Point. And uh, we're talking about the Rogue Creamery. And uh, this here establishment has just been named the 2019 Best Cheese in the World by the World Cheese Awards, which was held in Italy on October 18th. Rogue Creamery's blue cheese was among 3,800 cheeses from around the world vying for this honor, and uh, the chaps from the Rogue Creamery over there took the brass ring. How about that? The besting fabled uh, Parmigiano Reggiano from uh, Italy. And uh, as reported here by the Oregonian, Creamery co-owner David Gremmels was accepting pats on the back from regular customers on Monday as store manager Tom Van Voorhees tossed up his hands in joy before laughing over the uh, busy weekend where the little shop ran out of cash register tape after selling more than 100 pounds of the winning blue cheese and uh, other Oregon-made products. Which, uh, by the way, this uh, this Oregon Blue, which uh, they won the award for, it, it goes for forty three dollars a pound. So <laughs> it's not not exactly cheap. The Creamery has uh, won awards for its artisan cheese, including uh, Rogue River Blue, being named the best blue cheese in the world at the two thousand three World Cheese Awards in London. But this is the first time 
an American cheesemaker received the industry's top prize. So a very big congrats to the folks at Rogue Creamery. cheesed off folks from Wisconsin then, right? I did see what you did there, but I'm deaf to you. Just utterly deaf, Mr. Gaines. So again, uh, congrats uh, to the folks down there in Central Point for the uh, accomplishment and awards and all that kind of good stuff, and uh, good on you. And uh, speaking of uh, cheesy things, and yes... uh, Look, I I talk about this stuff all the time on the show, but this time, I have some genuine audio evidence of this trollish (laughs) behavement. Yeah, I think I know what the secret word is now. (laughs) Can't keep anything from you, Mr. Gaines. No, sir. (laughs) That's why I get the big buck. (laughs) I have uh, commented. Wind. Maybe. You know, I have commented numerous times in past shows about one of the most annoying, nay, let's just say toxic uh, issues of our modern times. And that's, uh, that's of course, of the uh, spam caller. And uh, as we discussed a few shows back, this has escalated to out-of-control proportions. In, 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 In just the month of January this year, 5.2 billion spam calls were reported. And I'm pretty sure I received at least half of those. Yeah, doesn't touch me. (laughs) It probably wouldn't touch me either if, uh, like you, I didn't have a mobile phone. Well, that's what's so perfect, man. I mean, it's the ultimate solution. You can't bother me because you can't get to me. Yeah, but they can still come to your door. No, no, they can't. Now, you've seen what I did there, right? Oh, right, right, right. Because you never never answered the the door door either. either. Right, right. I'm telling you, man, stress is zero. Well, I'm delighted for you, uh, really. As uh, as for the multiple millions of us who do carry a mobile device and uh, actually do answer the door, we're pluked. I'm just sitting back enjoying another Chernobyl martini. How nice for you. Truly. So, uh, the other day, I received an astonishing bit of urgent news. It would seem that uh, extremely important documents were heading my way. Or at least Mitchell's way. Hi, this is a very important urgent message for Mitchell Rose. Uh, We need you to contact the delivery office sometime today. Uh, We have a very important sealed documents regarding your property address. For more information, like I say, contact the office as soon as possible. Toll-free number 877-282-8251. Confirmation number 367-455. Thank you. (laughs) Did he call you Mitchell? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, he did. And was reading as fast as he could off that uh, coffee-stained and uh, tattered script where it plainly states that they have a very important field documents pertaining to my property addresses. (laughs) I'm sorry, English clearly is a sixth language for uh, whoever crafted that delicious bit of spamage there. Uh, 
Is that guy from Obscuristan or what? Well, that's just the thing. This scam has been going on for uh, a long, long time. It's kind of like those uh, miscreants who uh, finally went to jail, by the way, after pulling that IRS scam, calling people saying they're from the IRS, and unless you pay this money, they're going to come after you and all that crap. Well, I I looked this one up, the one that uh, called me here, called Mitchell, uh, and found out that uh, if you actually engage with this moron, and by the way, he's a real guy. He's, he's not a robocall. He's, he's on the line. Well, if you engage with him, he gets very rude and abusive with folks, and uh, nobody's buying it. At least no one on that uh, list that reported this number is uh, buying it anyway. Oh, somebody will bite. They always do. Otherwise, they'd find some other scam to pitch. Just trolling... <laughs> For dollars, man. Oh, nicely done, Mr. Keynes. Did you work that one out in advance? Maybe. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so this crap continues, and uh, despite the promises made by that FCC guy, who we lovingly refer to as Mr. Rancid Pie, to clear up these lying sacks of excrement and their illegal tactics, there, there has been... About as much movement there as there has been in the Senate to uh, approve the, uh, oh, I don't know, 250 bills from the House of Representatives awaiting Moscow Mitch's process. But, uh, hey, maybe they were trying to reach him. I mean, yeah, Mitchell. Huh. 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 Well, a brief reset and uh, we will uh, return with uh, actually a horrifying piece of news that appears to have uh, even more. Dark tentacles extending into the White House. Yet one more time again, again. Finding a mess like this ought to make anyone frightened. com. Look what you get. You get the non-stick crab basket. You get a package of elastic chicken cakes. I love the electricity. Such a wonderful shock. It's fabulous. And one more thing, folks. Another thing that's really nice, you can have cocktails. Call now and order the all-purpose chicken video and nonstick dual chicken ties. Order right now and you'll also get 30 gloves worth $250. And you'll also get the $30 instructional chicken platform. For only 400 easy payments of only $19.99 plus SNH. Or send $99.99.95 plus SNH to Beverly Hills, California. The highly above suspicion Fernande Nende Lemur right there, whose audio cut-ups you can find at uh, archive.org. And you'll laugh yourself virtually into another state of consciousness, I assure you. So, speaking of calls, and uh, most specifically the now-dreaded whistleblower thingy... And by the way, has there ever been a time when a whistleblower said anything that made the whole damn world happy as hell? (laughs) No. Of course not. That's why it's a whistleblower. Well, something stinks, and she or he is going to call you out on it. Well, you know, that is its true purpose, right? And there's always going to be someone, uh, mostly the guilty party, who is going to take great umbrage, perhaps denying vehemently all the way to the big box with spikes on the inside. Well, friends, we have another such uh, whistleblower event here. Uh, This one 
Well, the, 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 the current tally now looks like we have as many as seven whistleblowers, in fact. Seven? Yes. Holy carp. Six that were connected to that perfect call the orange guy had with uh, the president of Ukraine. And uh, then there's one guy that reported uh, this thing to a uh, UK news source, The Spectator, which is a, uh, a news arm of the Daily Telegraph. Now, it reports that a whistleblower claims that Jared Kushner gave permission to Saudi ruler Mohammed bin Salman to arrest Jamal Khashoggi before he was killed and dismembered. However, during that call... Turkish intelligence intercepted the call, and President Erdogan then used the information to force President Trump to remove his troops from northern Syria. Now, this is all according to the uh, spectators' reporting. The whistleblower is said to have had uh, concerns about what was said on the call about the president's son-in-law and advisor, Jared Kushner. Kushner himself is known to have a very close relationship with Mohammed bin Salman. The attorney representing the initial unnamed Ukraine whistleblower has stated he is representing multiple whistleblowers. The report claims that investigators on the Democratic-led House Intelligence Committee are aware of these allegations and are planning to dig further into them while pursuing the impeachment inquiry over Trump's dealings with Ukraine. It also claims that the number of intelligence whistleblowers who are willing to give evidence to the impeachment committee is now seven. Now, three of them are already known to the uh, to us, uh, the original anonymous CIA person, Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman and uh, Tim Morrison, the NSC's director of European and Russian affairs. The Khashoggi whistleblower takes that tally up to four meaning there are three others still waiting in the wings. Wow. Yeah. But uh, that timeline sure seems to align. And uh, as I say, this was reported by uh, three credible sources in addition to The Spectator, which can run hot and cold in terms of accuracy sometimes, but surely draws some uh, interesting lines here for examination. So uh, food for thought in any event. If that's true, then the, the Kushner guy could be an accessory to murder. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to say, too, I'm not really shocked, to be honest with you. Kind of another insect guy, you know? I mean, p- perhaps not your giant mantis alien type of thing, Mr. Keynes, but uh, there's something vaguely creepy about that guy. Might one posit he was trollish? <laughs> <laughs> Posit? <laughs> Why, Mr. Keynes, you delight me with your verbal sophistication. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, so uh, just another uh, pound in the ton lot of alleged shenanigans going on at uh, the Orange Guy's house. You know, uh, I got a new name for that uh, felon in the White House. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, no, really? I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, and I think it's spot on, man. I'm going to call him the tumor. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I mean, 
It's something you want to get off you at all costs, right? Whether you burn it off or you scoop it out or impeach it speckled ratty ass, you want it out, right? I'd say, as usual, your analogy is unique, Mr. Keynes. <laughs> Thank you. The execution rests. <laughs> well, we'll just have to see how this all plays out. On TV, as the public testimonies are now currently underway on the unprecedenting, as we're calling it around here these days. Uh, personally, uh, I think the idea of intimidating a witness while giving testimony via tweet, calling her bad and saying she will, quote, go through some things, sounds like the kind of common thug we've come to know over these last three years. And uh, we shall see, friends. We shall see. So are you ready for some sun and surf? Well, it's a little chilly for me. It's like uh, 40 degrees. No, 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 my hypothermic friend. It's uh, the F place we're talking about here. And it's never too cold for a little surfing fun and frolic, you know? (laughs) Well, if you say so. (laughs) Well, authorities in Florida said a surfer who jumped off his board, received minor cuts when he landed directly on top of a shark. The Volusia County Beach Patrol said the 27-year-old surfer jumped off his board about 1 p.m. Sunday at the New Smyrna Beach Inlet. The surfer was treated at the scene for very minor cuts and was able to drive himself home after the incident. The encounter marked the 11th documented shark bite off the coast of Volusia County in 2019. The uh, species of the shark, however, involved in this incident was unknown. (laughs) I'll tell you what kind of shark. A pissed off one. That's the type. (laughs) Yeah, clearly. (laughs) And you know, if I were the shark, I'd I'd get that Alan Dershowitz guy to defend me. You know, he's evidently very good at that. Just ask his buddy, Jeffrey Epstein. Is he a fat guy? No, actually, you know what? I think he's a dead guy, Lionel. Not, Not particularly fat. Or can they... Of course, how can we not mention this as uh, long as we're uh, spending our quality time in? The orange guy uh, has decided to move his domicile. That's right. The president filed a declaration of domicile last month saying that his property in Palm Beach will be his permanent residence. In a New York Times report by Maggie Haberman... Orange Guy is uh, changing his primary residence, and it could carry significant tax implications. Melania Trump, the first lady, also changed her residence to Palm Beach in an identical document. Each of the Trumps filed a declaration of domicile saying that the Mar-a-Lago Club, Mr. Trump's resort in Palm Beach, will be their permanent residence. The president confirmed the decision on Twitter... After the uh, New York Times reported on the move, Orange Guy said, I cherish New York and the people of New York, and always will. Of course, 
he did have to talk a little trash about the officials of New York. Quoting here, I have been treated very badly by the political leaders of both the city and state. Few have been treated worse, he said, describing his decision as the, quote, best for all concerned. (laughs) Some uh, New York leaders uh, shared the sentiment. Good riddance, Governor Andrew Cuomo tweeted. It's not like Mr. Trump paid taxes here anyway. He's all yours, Florida. (laughs) An attachment lists his uh, other places of abode as 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. For now. (laughs) The, The address for the White House and his private golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey, where he spends warm weather weekends and a few weeks every summer. And uh, since becoming president, Mr. Trump has spent 99 days at Mar-a-Lago compared with 20 days at Trump Tower. All that, according to NBC News. White House officials declined to say... Anything. (laughs) Declined to say why Mr. Trump changed his primary residence. But a person close to the president said the reasons were primarily for tax purposes. And uh, in his uh, Twitter posts on the following evening there, the president claimed that he paid millions of dollars in city, state, and local taxes each year. Of course, there's really no way to fact-check that assertion as he's never released his tax returns. Florida, which does not have a state income tax or inheritance tax, has uh, long been a place for the wealthy to escape the higher taxes of the Northeast. Now, you really can't blame him there, you know what I'm saying? You got to be smart with your money, right? Of course, they do have that talking to foreign governments about digging up dirt on your political opponent's tax, which can be quite high, unless you know the right extortionist. Uh, guy. Unless you know the right guy. You know, my hope is he moves there, and then they get a Category 27 ice typhoon, but only on Mar-a-Lago, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll tell you what I'd like to know, Mr. Keynes. What the fuck, Florida? So did you hear about his TV talks? What? No. What? He's doing another TV show? Really? Yeah, it seems like he's in talks to remount The Apprentice again, but this time it's going to be called The Apprentice, The White House. Oh, God. I'm not joking. This is incredible. How many times have we said that about this guy? Oh, God. Oh, and, and, well, staying with that, do you remember when Orange Guy was all over uh, President Obama for his uh, Netflix deal? I mean, in that case, Obama was out of office for nearly two years before that deal came down, and uh, Orange Guy is is clearly uh, padding his nest with, uh, hopefully, chigger-ridden feathers, you know what I'm saying? For when he finally gets uh, booted out. Man, there are so many examples of this guy saying one thing one day and the next day. It, 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 either, it either didn't happen or it's completely a different story. Yeah, like maybe uh, the six times he contributed to the Hillary Clinton thing because, you know, he thought she was a stellar secretary of state. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Politics is fickle, friends. Just plain fickle. And with that, we'll take our toy bridge and pocket troll 
and uh, scamper under the closet door, but not before thanking our contributors to this edition of the show, the wondrous Fernande Nende Lemur, and the always delightful Jeff Pollard for making this program downright viable, I'd say. Thanks as well to the always willing to pay the toll to the troll. <laughs> You're just milking the hell out of that, Q. <laughs> hey, hey, if it works once, then 7,000 times should be incredible, right? At least that's what Hollywood thinks. <laughs> Thanks to the Doctor of Decibels, Milt Keynes, for uh, technical assistance and so forth and so on. I was just down the hall from Delighted. Yes, you were. And thanks to you, friends, for uh, once again pushing play on this edition of the program. Uh, as we know, you're busy dashing around doing things with things that go in places, you know. So we're uh, genuflecting in your general direction. And so, so much appreciate uh, you spending some time here with us. Reminding you, too, uh, that you can stop by that uh, now-glorious Fusebox store as you exit the Funway here, friends, and and uh, take a gander at the bevy of bodacious booty that is on display there. How to get there, you ask? Well, glad you inquired. Simply go to the FuseboxShow.com website, click the Shopping tab, or by going to our Facebook page at the Fusebox Show, and click the Shop Now button. Or easier still, you know, you can just creep on down there. Go ahead, a little farther. Yeah, a little more. That's right, down there. In the in the show notes. And click that link right there that says, The store is open. And just like magic or something approaching it, you'll be swept away to its very location. We so appreciate that. And uh, any likes and uh, subscribing you can do from wherever you found this program would be most appreciated as well. I have been your steamed open by accident host, Mark Rowe, saying until our next cartoon. Fuse box.